Happy Friday, Holy Family. Today is Friday, December 4th, and it's a beautiful day outside. I hope you've been able to get out there and enjoy it a little bit. This is Positively Family, and I'll be joined today by True North, as I'd like to call her. That is Nurse Sean to most of you. She's going to join us and chat a little bit about her experience here and then specifically get into all the stuff she's been doing to make this place so safe and wonderful in this year of COVID. So glad you've tuned in. I hope you're going to enjoy that. I really think you are. So thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Welcome back to Positively Family on Friday, December 4th. Hope you're doing well today and enjoyed this beautiful week. This is the Positively Family podcast, and we exist for two main reasons. One, we want to provide for you the school Friday newsletter in the most easy to digest and hopefully enjoyable way possible. And also because as we are called Holy Family, we want to feel more and more Familial. So hopefully getting to know us um, and having some fun with us on a Friday afternoon once a week helps you get to feel more connected to us as we are all wrapped up in busy lives. We hope this makes uh, Holy Family School System even more accessible to you, our listeners. So we are going to chat with Nurse Sean, Sean Ingram. For those of you who don't know Sean, uh, she's been here a while and boy, she does a great job. Um, she just, yeah, the kids love her. She does a super job taking care of us, and I have been really eager to get her on the show. She's a busy lady, um, and I've just been i been asking and asking, and finally, we found a Friday when she and I could connect and chat. I think you're going to enjoy hearing a little bit about her perspective, especially this year with uh, so many things going on with COVID. And speaking of things going on, there's a, it just feels like there's a lot going on at school. And sometimes that shows up in the newsletter, and sometimes it's just a lot going on or a lot coming up. Not quite in the newsletter yet, but the PA has been hard at work, so there's some exciting things going on there. Um, and then strategic planning, if you don't remember, has been going on. We added two new members to the strategic planning committee, so we're really excited about Mary Nagotho. She's got uh, twin girls over at St. Jude. And then also Jamie Larson, who is no stranger to just about any of you. She was our principal at St. Jude. Um, so, And she's still in the education world. Thought she'd be a great um, addition to our team. So the two of them have joined our strategic planning committee, really excited about having their voices be heard and having their brains contribute to the work we're doing. So there's some things coming up, coming up with regard to strategic planning that we're really excited to be unveiling coming up in Catholic Schools Week. So just a lot going on, and I'm excited to share more about that uh, with you as the time becomes appropriate. But for now, let's just get you your weekly newsletter and what we call, of course, The Buzz. So they say give the people what they want and the people want the buzz. So in principally speaking, this week I mentioned mistakes. So our top 20 theme this month is about mistakes and our paradigm or our understanding of mistakes. There is a short video from Kevin Brennan, so I do really encourage you to open up the newsletter just so you can, if nothing else, watch that short clip from Kevin introducing mistakes and what we're uh, chatting about with regard to mistakes in the kids. Really what we want to do is help the kids to understand that mistakes are not a bad thing, that mistakes are part of learning. The challenge for, for you, the listener, and for me then is when our kids make a mistake, and this is a challenge, man, I know it, is to not jump all over them. Because you and I both know that when we make a mistake, uh, we grew up, you know, the, the response we got was you either got in trouble, you got laughed at, you were told it was wrong, all that sort of thing. Um, but if we can actually teach our, our children, which we can, if we can teach them that mistakes are actually a good thing, that is a game changer. Um, you hear me say that a lot with top 20, but that's really what top 20 is. It's a lot of game changers. 
Um, so we encourage you to partner with us on that and that we approach mistakes as a part of life and a part of, part of learning that's beautiful and awesome. So um, please, uh, please listen to Kevin's short message there. Um, I mentioned that in the LaSalle... Um, in the LaSalle building, we have provided our, our 7th and 8th graders now with Chromebooks, and those Chromebooks come with what's called Securely. It's a filter, and it actually goes with the device. So when they're home, they cannot access anything that you would not want them to. And in fact, about once a month, the parents will get a report from the students. I don't have it set up yet, but parents will get a report about their own student's computer use. And any sites that were blocked will be highlighted for you, so you'll be able to see what your kiddo is doing. So right there, another opportunity to help our kiddos learn from uh, any mistakes they might make with regard to their device. I did talk to the kids about this. We're not trying to <laughs> uh, trick them or entrap them or anything. I did tell the kids about this uh, to make sure that they're not making bad choices with their Chromebooks and that they're just using them for academic purposes. But I'm really excited about that, knowing that we're putting something super, super safe in their hands. Now, moving on, um, after Kevin's announcement, there's a lunch menu change, not a big deal. Uh, December 8th and December 10th, orange chicken and Salisbury steak, two of the most popular. Um, so uh, those two are switching. Not a huge deal, but we included that for you there for the lunch menu. And then the annual Parent Association Christmas project is on again. So your donations will be uh, collected uh, to put toward uh, a gift for our faculty and staff. So if you're able to, please contribute to that. We sure appreciate it. The details are in the newsletter. There's another script update. The next order is going to be next Monday, the 7th, 9 a.m. So if you're one of the people who listen to the podcast um, early the following week, this is not going to help you. Um, but the fall families earn 520 bucks toward their own tuition and towards the school PA without spending any money at all whatsoever. I can't tell you enough how easy and helpful um, script is. And we have seen a slight uptick in that, which is great. We are going to have a Christmas Spirit Day on December 22nd, so that on that day, uh, students can wear Christmas themed colors. They can wear ugly Christmas sweaters if they want, um, or just red, green, white, you know, Christmas themed stuff um, to celebrate the spirit of Christmas as we leave for break. Um, then, as far as childcare over break, LaSalle after school care will be closed on the 22nd through July 5th. It'll re reopen when classes resume on January 6th. And then, St. Jude childcare will be open over Christmas break with the exception of these dates it will be closed the 24th and 25th December 31st and 1st if you want to have your student attend child care over break you do need to sign up beforehand at St. Jude before um by sorry by next Monday the 7th um because we can't do drop-ins we have to make sure that we have it staffed sufficiently and thank you to nurse Sean and to Mercy Healthcare they donated another AED to Holy Family uh, so that's great to have that then in LaSalle news, uh, we are requesting again Lysol spray. And in St. Jude news, there's a sock drive coming up. There's a flyer for that in the electronic backpack with all the details. But we'll be collecting those through Tuesday, December 15. So thanks for your help with that. And then um, just again, a reminder, we keep saying it over and over again, but it's because it matters. Um, kids uh, should be wearing masks that fit their faces. They should come dressed uh, warmly for school. And uh, there are some specific... Um, we do want kids to bring water bottles, should be filled, um, send that with your kiddo each day because they do get thirsty and we can't let them be using the water fountains right now. And then finally, uh, in our Xavier High School Partner Parishes and Community News, the Knights of Columbus Blood Drive is coming up. That's going to be Saturday, December 19th. It's really needed right now. Um, and there's going to be a donor bus right at the St. Jude Church parking lot. Um, appointments are required and masks are required. Uh, there's a link for more information. Or if you have questions, there's an email in the newsletter as well. 
And I think that's about all we've got for the buzz. So up next, we're going to start a conversation with Nurse Sean. I'm really glad you've tuned in uh, because I think you're going to be interested to hear what she has to say, especially as our uh, kind of queen of mm, taking care of the COVID situation. She's just been amazing. So hope you enjoy that. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope. Well, enough with the buzz, with the news. I'm joined today, and I'm super psyched, Sean. Um, I have I have wanted to have you on the podcast for a long, long time. Just because I think you have a super unique perspective of the school, and you're fun and funny and interesting and awesome. So welcome to the show, Nurse Sean Ingram. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, so, Nurse Sean, um, man, your job this year is... I mean, everybody's job is turned upside down, but I just feel like you're super in the trench of COVID stuff. Um, so you've been just a, a godsend as far as tracking all this stuff. Um, I, probably most people don't know that, yeah, so we have to track and we share on the website. There's that little button there, you know, current cases and blah, blah, blah. But you're tracking so much more stuff to keep up to date with everything. And then families who are opting to stay home uh, and then who have to, and there's all these different permutations of why someone would have to. So you've just got, like, you've just been so amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. It's been much different than um, oh our usual year, but we're doing it. Oh, my gosh. And, and some schools don't have a full-time nurse um, in their building. Um, well, and, yeah, so we're just so fortunate to have you. Um, but let's, I, and I do want to chat a little bit about COVID stuff so people can kind of hear what you do with that. Cause I think some of our families are going to be very interested. And even we do have a handful of listeners. Hi mom. Um, who <laughs> we have, um, and my mother-in-law. Hi Mary. We have a few people who listen to, who are just interested in Catholic schools. Um, what have you. So other people who I think would just be probably fascinated to hear some of the stuff that you do on a typical day to day in a, in a usual year. And then this year, like, Dun, 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 2020. Um, but let's just start, let's just back way the heck up and start with uh, a little bit about you. So, um, well, just tell us about yourself a little bit. Family, where are you from? Just a little high Sean stuff. Okay, very um, simple story. I am from Morning <laughs> Sun, Iowa, little dinky town. My husband is also from Morning Sun. Oh, um, you guys high school sweethearts we or something? high school sweethearts. That's awesome. We are both science majors because we had the best science teacher in the whole wide world, and there were eight kids in our chemistry class oh my gosh. and eight kids in physics. So you we, guys, you and Steve had chemistry. We did. hey <laughs> So that was, a, that was a very good life. Um, we both went to Iowa, graduated in 1983. Um, Steve went into the submarine Navy as an engineer. I stayed at Iowa for um, six months, and then we got married and lived in... Florida, South Carolina. Oh, I didn't know this. Virginia, part. Connecticut, and New York for um, ten years, and um, we lived in South Charleston for three years and had our daughter there. And then Steve got out of the military and works at Dwayne Arnold, and we are very happy to be in Cedar Rapids, an hour and a half from where our parents are. Awesome, from both sets of parents. Yeah, because yeah. they're both awesome. Um, and what about Holy Family? When did you start here, and what has that been like? Um, it, I didn't even, I had never considered being a school nurse. I don't think I had that rotation in college. Um, I, but I, it's kind of perfect for what I knew. I, I was always either a neuro nurse or an orthopedic nurse, both of which, you know, concussions and broken bones happen yeah, here. Right. So, um, then I had done that in the evenings when I had my kids and, um, Steve had our children at home in the evening. Okay. And then, um... When my youngest was going into kindergarten, 
my two next door neighbors sent their children here and said, hey, we need a school nurse. Oh. And there were two um, kindergarten diabetics at that time. And I came on just like four hours a day to um, help take care of them. Oh, my gosh. And then it expanded as time went on. It's the best job in the whole wide world. Yay. Uh, when? <laughs> what, what year are we talking about here? Um, 1999, I think. Okay. A long time ago. Okay. Um, sweet. So, okay, so that already answers my question number two. You said best job in the whole wide world, um, which is evidence of the fact that you work in an elementary school because whole wide world is not usually a phrase, you know, in the corporate this could be the best marketing campaign in the whole wide world, Jim. Um, <laughs> so you work in elementary and a, and a middle school. What's the best part? Like, why um, is it the best job in the whole wide world? I like the little kids because I like that the kindergartners call each other friends. A, a friend <laughs> is sick instead of someone in my class. That's what the teachers always say. I love that. That Hi is friends. so sweet. And I didn't yeah. know anything about stuff like that. Um, and I love middle schoolers because um, they're just very interesting people. Uh, <laughs> they, they are. Need I mean, as time has gone on, a lot of them have anxiety and mm -hmm. different things like that, and they need someone to talk to. Yep. And that is something um, I feel equipped to do. It's very, it's very rewarding. That's awesome. Good stuff. Um, typical year. What do you do day to day? Um, there's a lot of um, just you know small injuries, tummy aches, headaches. Um, a lot of ice packs. Ice packs. <laughs> ice packs can cure a lot. <laughs> Um, there's some diabetic kids that need mm -hmm. help with things. There's asthmatics. Um, really a lot of just anything you would have at home throughout the day, but there's a lot more of them. It's neat for me to get to see you on your, this year or on a typical year, um, because the kiddos who you might think, oh, that's, that's unfortunate for that kiddo because they have this or that ailment they have to deal with every day. Um, but those kids have one more, you know, kind of teacher in the building they get to talk to every day or a lot of days. And that's you. And so I always, I, I, the kids that are like, quote unquote, your kids, the ones that come and see you each day for different things, like those are your kids and you have, you know, a relationship with them and they, you know, it's great for them to have another adult in the building that they know what kind of well so it's pretty it's, it's cool to get to see work with those oh i i and kiddos. i get to see the kids from maybe three-year-old preschool on through eighth grade so i have a very yeah. long-standing relationship with them which is awesome and i get so excited the diabetic kids are the ones i get closest to sure i get to go to their graduation parties huh. i mean so i've known them for such a long time it's just an incredible experience to get to know that's really unique on. in the building isn't it yeah because even like myself or a specialist maybe who would have them for art or Spanish or whatever, um, and or me if I, if I might get to know them as they go through. But you have kind of just even if it's like a minute or two a day one on one time with some of those kiddos. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very it's very very wonderful. That's good stuff. I am still friends with I think all of the diabetics that um, <laughs> have ever gone through here. I still have some contact with each of them. Do you have any idea how many that would be? <sighs> maybe ten, okay. maybe twelve. Cool. Uh, and this year, how, how are things different this year? This year we have to be, um, it's a little more paperwork. Um, <laughs> a little more... Digital you know, paperwork, yes, mostly, right? Yes, more yeah. um, talking to parents about what, this symptom mm -hmm. and that symptom. You just can't have a tummy ache, because if you have a tummy ache and you have a headache, that's a problem. <sighs> and it, it really probably, I mean, these people have studied a long time to make sure, yes, that right. is a problem. So we want to be thorough, we want everyone to be safe. So we do question a lot more than... We normally would when someone calls their child in sick. <laughs> yeah, because on a scale from one to ten, how much do you love calling parents and asking for specific symptoms? <laughs> oh, I, I just—I feel like I'm, you know, I know. imposing on their life and I know. I'm being snoopy. Um, but everyone has been incredibly kind and in understanding of Good. why we're doing that. Good. 
Good. They better be nice to you. Uh, so here's, I started using, I might even be misusing it, but I'm using True North as my, I don't know, idiom or whatever to describe you because way back in, when did we start the building leadership team for Holy Family? Was that like... May maybe, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it probably was. Maybe mid-May. So we put together this team, and I just thought, you know, different people from around the schools um, that have a different perspective. And so obviously, you know, somebody who's got a hand on health and wellness, um, like yourself, would need to be on that team. And I remember way back, and you were like, well, masking is really going to be the thing. That's going to be the thing that's going to keep people safe. And we've been talking about masks or shields or different things that you might, you know, wear on your face to protect you and other people. And we talked about distancing. We talked about all these different things. And... Um, but masking has become the thing. It's so like that was one that you called way early. Um, I feel like you know, like you called the 2012 undefeated Hawkeye football season way before anybody else saw it coming. <laughs> like you called masks, and then I feel like everything else you've been like, well, this is going to fluctuate, you know, and this one could shift a little bit. But I feel like so many of the the pieces that have been really critical to us handling this well and not having to keep shifting gears on the parents and kids saying, okay, we're going to do this a little differently now. I feel like you were even ahead of the curve all the time on that. How have you been able to do that? It's more than dumb luck, but what is it? Well, first of all, it's what I do. It's what I, was I know, but, to do, but there are other people that do stuff that you do and that haven't been this I, tried and true. It just I'm very fortunate that we have a, um, Iowa has a website. Well, all of the school nurses talk. We have like a stream that we can all talk to each other, and that's absolutely so so important. Because almost all of us, no, no problems unique. They're almost always somebody else has had okay. that problem. So we did a lot of talking about what people would do to keep themselves safe. I've been following the CDC very closely. I very much so trust them. And John Hopkins has a wonderful um, website that I, I read very carefully to make sure that we're trying to keep everybody as safe as we can. And myself safe. John's I mean, okay. I'm, um, I'm an older person, so... I want to make sure I'm safe too, but I think we're incredibly safe here. I think we've done a really good job. People have done a super job. Yep. Uh, and when whenever I send out, you know, those emails about, hey, here's what we're doing next, I get so much positive feedback um, saying, please tell the staff how appreciative we are that you do all these things to keep us in school. And that's what I was hearing in the summer, right? We knew the parents were saying we want them to be able to go to school, and then obviously the concern that everybody had was, and we want to be safe. Um, well, that's uh, yeah. So it's it's you're really you're networking yourself with other people who. And you're finding all the good resources. Yeah, that's very good. Good on you. Um, so it's, I mean, the job is hard enough, right? Being a teacher or a nurse in a school, it's its hard enough work. Um, and I think this particular year is hard. What, what has kept you going, both in general and specifically to this year? This year, I, I like kids. I did not know. I, I've never been a kid nurse. I was always an adult nurse. But I don't like taking care of really sick kids, it turns out. I get too emotional. Okay. So this kind of... Um, need is much better but I love the kids so that's what always keeps me going but this year since we got to go outside so much it has been so interesting to watch them jump rope and chase each other play Hmm. tag and laugh outside that you see them out there eating their lunch and then they're chasing each other around and laughing and even the middle schoolers I think it's been very encouraging I think it's been really good for them too huh all right that's good stuff and then what what gives you hope right now the vaccine. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm so, I mean, it's, it's hitting Cedar Rapids soon yeah. in the next week or so. Um, I, I mean, three companies have a very good vaccine. I am very um, hopeful about that. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you're wearing the Hope shirt today too. Yeah. That's good. Um, just a couple more things. So, I mean, like, like I think, you know, um, most of the people who listen are um, 
you know, parents in the school, grandparents. Um, so what is most helpful to you in your role? Again, I would say this year, um, in, you know, and in general, what's most helpful to you um, as far as, you know, parent stuff, interaction? Um, it's really important. They are the greatest resource of what their child needs or what what sure. is specific to their child. So it's, they might think it would bug us if they called or sent an email that said, so-and-so had a tummy ache this morning, you know, just a heads up. That's very helpful information to us. And I want to be able to talk to them. So if I call a couple numbers and I leave a voicemail and the, the mailbox is full, then I can't <laughs> leave them a message. And it's so important to be able to talk to them. Because two seconds on the phone, most moms and dads will say, oh, yeah, they really are sick. Or, nope, they're fine. Because that's sure. their person they know the best. So I just, right. it's very helpful if I can get to them just to talk to them. I don't, a lot of times want them to come get their kid. I just need their knowledge of their child. That makes a ton of sense. Um, like, I, I always talk about partnership. Like, one of the highest compliments I'll pay to a parent is to say how well they partner with the school. Because yeah. um, they're just working on, you know, making the, making life here work as well as possible for every kid in this year or, or every other year. So that, that makes sense what you're saying there to me. Uh, is there anything else that you want parents to know before we wrap up our chat uh, here? No, I again, I, I think we're really safe here. I think everybody's very vested in keeping us, you know, yeah. six foot apart. We're, we're masked. I think the kids are still having fun. And I read places where people say, oh, it's taking the fun out of the school. It's not. They're laughing. They're giggling. They're learning. They're having fun. They love to be with other kids. I think we're doing, I think it's a very positive experience for the kids that are here. Yeah. Well, in the office, we're, so we're in Heather Heather Williams' office. Heather's coming back on Monday. We're, we're recording here in the elementary in, in Heather Williams' office. And just adjacent to me, I guess it would be just east of us. Um, I don't know if the microphone can pick this up, but there's this, the din of the three and four-year-olds playing um, in Miss Hollow's room. So uh, <laughs> it's really nice. You hear them cry sometimes, too, because oh, they're yeah. three. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the din of the school is is great. Um, I actually was this afternoon running um, some parish resources to their principals, and I heard, like, band in one school. And it's just like the Catholic schools in town, I think, are really just... Uh, we're fortunate in terms of our number, but just working so hard, and I'm really proud of how you and, and our leadership team and everybody here has made this work for the kids. Because I totally agree. I think it's been it's been a hard year, but um, I wouldn't say it's been a bad year because well, just I so much good has come from it. I, I completely agree. I think this is good. I think in a bad situation, we are making the best of it, and they are doing great here. Yeah. Like Monica Robinson has a little thing of lemons and Country Time lemonade sitting on her. On our desk in our office. Yep. It's the year of lemonade, baby. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> Speaking of lemonade, um, how'd you have to play it? Well, I'll explain what that means in a second. How do you want to play a game? Oh, goody. <laughs> All right, here we go. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. So we don't play favorites, but we're going to play favorites um and so that's why the lemonade thing was gonna make sense if i weren't such a sloppy uh podcaster so the idea here is i name a category and you name like your top three favorites or you name your favorite or okay. whatever and we just talk about our favorites because what's better than talking about your favorites um do you have a favorite sport oh i love college basketball love it to, yeah okay i was gonna say the player to watch but you are not a, in fact a college basketball player right I, now i do not play college basketball <laughs> one of my one of my children was lucky enough to play Division Three basketball. Really? It was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, I lived totally vicariously through her, but I just love all. Super fun. All Big Ten basketball. I could watch any team all the time. But and your favorite? Well, it's I a, am it's a very question much so. I'm Hawkeyes. a Hawkeye. My husband's a Hawkeye. One of my kids is a Hawkeye. We are Hawkeyes. And Nunji, God oh, bless him, no. lost his dad a week and a half or whatever it was ago and came back and had like 18 points last night. I know. 
Oh my gosh, he's good. He's put on some weight. He's looking good. Yeah, he looks strong. Yeah. Uh, how about favorite TV show that's not college basketball? Um, I like any medical show. So um, okay, there's a few on now. Um, one called Transplant. I just those are the ones I would watch the most. And my husband and I like that Crown, that a Netflix. Oh yeah, um, I haven't watched it. Series. But... It's very, it's very good. We're okay. almost done. That'll be sad. <laughs> how about? Uh, I know you're a lady of faith. How about do you have a favorite church song? I love Almost Anything by Jeremy Camp. He okay. has a really good movie, too. Um, he has a song called The Same Power. I don't know if I it's know that the, one. Like, it's the same power. I think it says the same power that put Jesus in the grave. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's us. like on, like, yeah. yeah. It's, that's, a, it's an amazing That's on the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Um, there are some new ones that have just come out, like, in the last couple of weeks. 10, um, what is it, 101.9? Yeah, that's what they, I They're doing surveys now. Like, if you sign up, you can answer a survey about what, what questions you like, and, or which, sorry, they ask questions about which songs you like and which you don't, and blah, blah, blah. Um, you can rate them, like, one through five. And so I've been doing that, because I wanted to play my favorite songs yes. on Christian radio. Uh, how about your favorite season of the year? Uh, I am a gardener, a flower gardener, so I like spring into summer, I would say, the most. I spend a lot of time outside in my yard in the summer. Awesome. Favorite snack? I like um, I like food, um, but I really like nachos. Oh. Do you have a favorite place to get them? Um, well, the no, I I like all nachos. Okay, if there's a nacho, I like it. Um, okay, so two interesting kinds of nachos. Uh, we had a. Um, a foreign exchange student when I was in third grade. She was from Addis Ababa, the capital of Ethiopia. And I don't know, I should ask her because we're Facebook friends. I would always call them Ethiopian nachos because <laughs> she was Ethiopian. And I don't know if it's just because we didn't have any food in the house or what, but she took regular potato chips, you know, just like salty, yeah. yellowish, white, whatever. And she put mozzarella cheese on them and nuke them. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so I call those Ethiopian nachos. I have no idea if anyone in Ethiopia has ever had those besides Martha, my friend. Um, I could try those. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's you know salt, carbs, and fat. What's yeah, not good? Yeah, um, And then um, also, uh, oh gosh, what's the place? Um, Old Chicago. Have you ever had their Italian nachos? No. Okay. So instead of chips, and they actually are called Italian nachos, although I lived in Italy for a year and a half, they're, they're not there. Um, it's not a tortilla chip. It's more like a, I don't know if fried flour chip, whatever. And then instead of putting like salsa and ground beef and cheese on there, it's marinara sauce and Italian sausage and um, mozzarella cheese oh my. and pepperoni. You can only have it like once every three years yeah. or you will die. Um, they're so <laughs> greasy and bad for you, but Italian nachos at, at Old Chicago are really good. Um, this is supposed to be your favorites though, not mine. Uh, how about a favorite book? I like mysteries. I have, um, everybody should get this. I have Audible. So it's yeah. on my phone. So I'm now an empty nester. So I have I'm in the car by myself, and I can listen to my books while I'm driving. And I love mysteries. So so I you're a well-read to individual. Yes, I know. <laughs> I love to get read to. Yeah, it's awesome. Do you like those uh, John Grisham, or do you like um, who's the guy who did like the oh the super popular ones a few years ago? Um, I think I almost always. I don't know why, but I enjoy women authors. Oh, okay. Uh, so well, I like I loved Agatha Christie, but I've okay. gone through all those. Um, there was the one who was written on the book, like M is for murder and... Oh, I don't know. C is for cigarette and D is for death. Like, it's alphabetical. They were popular. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Huh. That's a female. I don't know who it was, well, though. Well, that might be something I need to look into. Okay. Well, there should be 26 of them. Oh, right. <laughs> um, how about a favorite team? I think we already cheated this I one out. I am definitely but... a Hawkeye fan. Hawkeye basketball. T- I'm, football's... I don't... It's hard for me. People get hurt. It doesn't look like it's good for your head. I don't like it. Did you see Luca Garza's face the first half of last season? Yeah. I think basketball can hurt too. Yeah. 
Well, at least he didn't get a concussion. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he did. That's why we don't like. We don't want extra kids to play football. I don't think my boys didn't play either. It's yeah. not good for your head. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite hobby? You mentioned one already. But... I am. Um, I am a flower gardener, mm-hmm. and my husband is a vegetable gardener. So oh. between us, we spend a lot of time outside. And um, now we're getting into kind of herbs, and um, we've always grown tomatoes and peppers. And one of my sons is a pepper grower. He loves all different kinds of peppers. So we're really learning about different kinds of salsas. Sweet. So we have started canning them. Last couple. Here's your penultimate question. I mean, second to last. I love fancy words, which you know and tease me for, as you should. Um, Favorite game to play? Sport or otherwise, doesn't have to be sport. It could be any kind of game. Um, I am not a board game person, but I am married to the board game king of the world. He okay. loves them, so we play a lot of games when our kids are there. Um, simple things. We play Yahtzee, we play Skip Boo, we play Uno, we play Racco, we have we just play all those. All right. Sometimes I'll play Scrabble with him, but he's too smart for me, so he always wins. So Awesome. Um, and your last one, I'm going to end on a cheesy note. Favorite memory from the best place in the whole wide world to work? What's your favorite holy family memory? I probably have four million. Um, I love the people I work with. I love them, um, and they are my they are my dear dear friends. And I would say like close is almost family. Um, but the kids are the best part, and I love giggling. I'm, <laughs> the thing I can think of, even just this year, I walked in. I used to and sometimes in the morning I would take everybody's temp. So I walked into Miss Horseman's room one morning, and they were all laughing. I mean, like <laughs> belly laughing. And I looked over, and she was belly laughing. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you laughing at? She couldn't even tell me they were laughing so hard. Now I don't remember what they were laughing about, but to see they were every person in the room was together, and they were laughing, and they were enjoying each other, and she was enjoying them as much as they were enjoying her laughing. It was like, th- those things are just priceless. That's a family moment right there. It is. It's when you say, yep, I'm working in the right place. It's that's the greatest awesome. thing ever. Well, that's just that's just a case in the point of uh, the adage, you don't remember what people say, but you, you remember how they made you feel. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what the funny thing was, but you remember that. Yeah, it was great. That's it was just stuff. awesome. Stuff like that happens a lot around here because they're little kids or they're big kids or big and they kids. laugh. Yeah, it's he, very fun. I think I have a favorite Nershawn moment. Oh, no. Yeah, we can edit this out. No, I'm just kidding. It's not bad. Um, is when we were shooting the video a couple years ago and um, you were you and David Fahm were like bopping back and forth yes. taking his uh, blood pressure. That was fun. That was fun. See, and that's a parent that had a unique gift and little David Fahm yeah. comes in there and turns out Mike. that he's a, you know, kind of a ham and he can oh, like yeah, do that it. So. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else today, but I hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. Do you have anything else you want to say to anybody before we sign off for the weekend? Um, no, just have a nice weekend, and um, I love your kids. You all did a great job, and it's a great place to work. All right. God bless your weekend, everybody. Have a good one. All right.